hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning. It's Monday, October 23rd. Uh, I was just announcing on YouTube that I am now fat. I ate an entire block of Walmart cheese and four sleeves of uh, two sleeves. I'm sorry, two sleeves of um, saltine crackers yesterday while watching the Giants win. The Giants win in Ty uh, Rod we trust. <laughs> um, yeah, you give a quarterback $140 million and all of a sudden he becomes less. Listen, I'm praying that Daniel Jones does not get some type of uh, injury that uh, his neck sounds significantly more uh, severe that, than I think the doctors are getting. But go Giants. Um, F the Eagles. Uh, they won last night against the Dolphins. Uh, this is my talk on um, on sports betting so I can write off the, uh, the, the YouTube uh, Sunday ticket. Because we do talk about sports betting on this show. Um, let's talk. The Dow Futures tumbled today. And, and they tumbled. They were up last night. We were up a little bit. Nothing crazy. They tumbled. You know why? Because the bond rate, um, the two-year bond rate, uh, it's still 5.11. Uh, let's go over to Fidelity. Because we're going to look at those bond rates. It, it suddenly went up over 5% to 10-year. The tenure is driving this market, and I said it on Friday. It is 100% driving this market. Uh, if you want to know where the market is going, watch the tenure. The problem is in U.S. Treasury. Here's the tenure, 4.96. Um, there's the Treasury zeros, 5.16. So it's five, it's over 5%. Um, it it it. it there are no buyers showing up. Japan doesn't want our bonds. Japan, uh, China doesn't want our bonds. So the problem is the yields go up so that they can sell them, and the Treasury and 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 and, and the U.S. government need to sell more bonds in order to fund our debt. So where are the buyers coming from? That's the real question. And as you you continue to go up, the market will continue to go down. It just can't support things. Um, when we talk about spy. We are now below the 200-day on the four-hour algorithm. We've been there. We used it as resistance like I talked about. The four-hour algorithm has you out. If you look at the daily on the SPY, we are now below. You will open up about 419. You are below the 200-day. Old support becomes resistance. So essentially here you see the MACD on the daily crossing down. The RSI is at 35. We just opened up. It's just uh, 9.30 right now. That little red dot right there is the current candle at 4.19. You are below the 200-day. Old resistance becomes new, uh, or I'm sorry, old support, which was the 200-day. You can see it bouncing here back a couple of weeks ago at the beginning of October. It now becomes resistance. So 4.20 is now your resistance. 4.19 is now where you're trading at. The past 15 Mondays, we've wound up uh, uh, with a positive candle. So if you want to um, uh, buy on today at 419, the, the past 15 Mondays, we, we've wound up green. Right now, we're, we're green from where we opened up. Doesn't mean we're green where we're going up, you know, soaring. Just means that this candle, you opened up, let's look at Trendspider, you opened up at 419.61, Right now, you're trading at 419.71. Uh, so, you know, you're up. As that candle dips below 419.61, it'll go red. Um, but there's some significant moves in the market. If we talk about QQQ, and, and I'll put this in the newsletter, um, you have one of, uh, one of the people on, 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 fa on uh, YouTube, Christian, was saying, hey, uh, I, I think we may go down to 3,500 on the S&P. Um, 3,500 would put you way down on, uh, on the S&P. But if we just look at the daily um, uh, on the QQQ, if we were to get to the 200 on the QQQ, you still have about 4.5% to go down, which makes sense. Uh, it, it, again, on a daily, uh, on the, the Qs, 
The 200 day is not crazy to think that we could go get there. You're negative on the 50 day. You're negative on the nine day. You're negative on the 21 day. You're 200 days still positive. It's not crazy to think that we'd go back to, to the 200 day. Um, that's not a crazy pullback. It is four and a half percent away. So we may still have downside because look at it this way. Uh, where's the good news in the market? The good news is that the consumer is still strong. The good news is we are in earnings week and 30% of the S&P is due to report this week. And so if we get good earnings, that just may lift us out of this downturn. If you start to get some negative sentiment, that may continue this downturn. Look at this daily on the QQQ. You have no confirmation. So my point on Friday was be very, very careful. And we'll talk about it when we get to the scans at the end because it's clear. The scanning, when you scan in TrendSpider for strategies, typically my scans are very bullish and it's looking for stocks that are in bullish move. Well, we got to the scans on Friday and I couldn't find anything that was in a bullish move. What happened today? You'll have to wait till the end. But just spoiler, there wasn't a lot. So I had to find different strategies to actually find stocks to, to recommend today. Um, the, the biggest one, biggest uh, reports this week, Google reports this week. Um, they report today is the 23rd. This is tomorrow, post-market. Google has a decent valuation. It's not crazy. But what are they going to announce? Are they going to announce that AI is costing them more money? Are they going to announce that their search revenue has gone down because ChatGPT4 has gotten so good? Um, you know, what are they going to announce? We don't know. I continue to say anything under 130 on this stock is a good price. If we go over to Finviz and we look at Google and you look at the valuation of it, the PE is 28, the forward PE is 20. Remember, traditionally, uh, a, a, a forward PE should be about 17 or 18 for a decent stock on the S&P. This is at 20. This is implying that we're going to have incredible growth over the time. You're up 54% year to date. So don't think that we couldn't pull back here to the, to the 100s if we get a war in, in, in you know an invasion from Israel, if we get Hezbollah uh, invading from the top, if we uh, have to get involved in this war. Don't think that that 100 isn't out there. But long term, I think anything under 130, you're perfectly fine. Even at 136, here's the thing. If you're going to buy two shares, say you have uh, $500 and you're going to buy four shares of Google. Um, what's that, 20 bucks between 136 and 130? Big deal. I mean, you know, think about it in that sense. If you're investing for the long term, and that's what I want you to do. This, this week should 100% be absolute long-term buys. You should not be gambling in this market because the market very well may have significant downturn. Uh, who else is reporting this week? Microsoft. I think they come out tomorrow as well. Uh, let's take a look. It is tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow after the bell. October 24th, after the bell. Uh, so Microsoft, if you think Google's going to announce, well, our search revenue is down because ChatGPT, well, you know, who has the mo the biggest uh, investment in ChatGPT4? Google? Uh, or I'm sorry, Microsoft? And and they have Bing. Maybe they announced we saw a 30% increase in Bing searches uh, using ChatGPT4. Our co-pilot is going gangbusters. Maybe they announced something like that. Um, you know, the, the other one that's, that's reporting, by the way, let's go over to Microsoft uh, because this one has run up. The forward PE is 25. The PE is 33. This one's only up 36% versus Google, which was up 54%. So the, the valuation is up there. The average target price is 396. You're trading at 326. But what do they say? It's always a gamble around earnings. Uh, another one that's reporting this week. That, which I particularly like, is Meta. We ran all the way up to 330. You're at 307. I continue to say anything under 300, you should be buying this. The problem with this one is, is spending. And, and is Mark Zuckerberg going to say, we just spent $40 billion creating the new headset? Well, nobody's going to freaking put on a headset other than, you know, it is cool. 
It is for the 1%. It's about a $500 gift. It will be out for Christmas. People will start buying it. What Meta is trying to do is jump in front of Apple's Vision Pro. I don't think they will be super successful, but they don't want 100% of the market. They don't want the Apple fanboys like me. Uh, These guys report, uh, I think it's Wednesday. Yep, Wednesday after the bell. Uh, Now, if we look at Meta, uh, this is where you get a little bit crazy. The forward P is only 18. So if this continues to grow, uh, you've got a great opportunity here. Here's the problem. You're up 156% year to date. So they will have to continue to grow. The average target price is 284. It is well below where you're trading right now, but that includes some old targets. Most of the recent targets are about 350 or so and above. So the, 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 there, there's a significant move up in this one. I continue to say, I think we're going back to the four and five hundreds on this. You can see that double top on Finviz at about 325. That's where you're topping out. That provides resistance. What will provide support for that will be a blowout in the numbers. And if he doesn't spend a ton of money, and if he talks a good game, and if he says Llama and AI is coming, and the chatbots, we have unbelievable um, movement in the chatbots, Meta will be a buy. And I continue to hold this at about 300. Could it dip back down to this gap between 228 and 213? If that effer, Zuckerberg, comes out and says, you know what? We're going to put every bit, last ounce of, of uh, profit into the metaverse. Yeah, this shit's going back down to 200. I don't think he's going to do it. I just don't think he's going to do it. Amazon reports again this week as well. Amazon is on Thursday after the bell. This one, this is the FTC. Uh, this is the suit with the FTC and breakup. I don't see a, a negative for this. It is at 124. I think anything under 130 on this one, great price. I think it's been unfairly beaten up. Uh, the RSI is at uh, 35. I think this one is the outright winner in any in any of the uh, the AI stuff because they they now have support. So if you choose AWS as your uh, your cloud provider. They give you support to uh, run uh, uh, AI models. Uh, Llama, uh, Facebook's. Yeah, Facebook runs. uh, You have to use AWS. So there's a lot of of positives in this stock. The FTC, if they break them up, you get an an AWS stock. And you can sell off the consumer stuff that loses money. So I I don't think this is is crazy to think. Uh, General Electric is reporting. And, and I wanted to bring up on Friday GE Healthcare, uh, which was a breakout stock. It, it got separated from this. GE is reporting this one's slumping, but this one, you know, you can see this has been a great. This is up sixty two percent year to date. The, the PE, the forward PE is twenty four. The PE is twelve. So they're expecting great growth. If you want to short this one, I think that might not be a bad idea. You could probably short it. Uh, this one's not in the core portfolio, but one that is reporting that is in the core portfolio as far as industrial goes is Boeing 179 and they report on, it looks like Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday pre-market. So you'd have to buy it. I continue to say, add this one pre, uh, under 200. I I know Joe tells me, Hey, it's a mess. Uh, they just supported um, Spirit Aero Systems, which was up like 20% last week. They report this week. I don't expect crazy blowout. It's not going to 200. This is a long-term buy. You had the death cross, and you can see when the death cross happens how incredibly powerful that is in a stock that has negative news. This is slid from 222 up here where you bought, and it got you out with a 2% loss right here in September 5th. Now, the algorithm actually does really well with this. And when I say really well, the algorithm over two years, 24 uh, months, it makes you 3%. That may not sound a lot, but when you uh, look at what you, uh, what you get with just buying and holding this stock, you're down 15%. Your average win is 12% on this stock. You, you only have 26 positions over uh, 24. So buy it once a month and you're making 12%. Uh, 
on average, or 3%. In a market like this, this is not a bad stock to hold. Now, the news that you're going to have to deal with is probably bad for the, the, the short term. Um, you can see this is a weekly chart. Uh, down here, there's a gap of 156. We've covered this already. You've covered this in, in all of this area. So there's no real gap. Uh, my guess is that, that we're at support, but I don't know. I mean, I, I'm adding more of this. I'm not getting rid of this. I did get rid of Sedge, but I'll go over why I got rid of Sedge. Boeing is not a Sedge. Boeing has has significant cash flow, and I think they're doing well. I just think they're getting wrapped up in headlines. Uh, if you do want to trade one, General Motors reports on uh, Tuesday, and Ford reports on Thursday. Uh, General Motors is the first one, and I think it's pre-market tomorrow. Let me see real quick. Um, it is... Oh, come on. Pre-market tomorrow. Um, this one is at 29. They were touting this stock at 40. Uh, I see this one as an absolute mess. The strikes, um, you know, I don't see GM being very well managed. But if you want to trade this one, I don't think that, that you, you, you'd you be horrible to think uh, if you wanted to short it. I mean, what are they going to say? Hey, our company's in strikes. We're making good uh, good improvement. You're not out of the strikes. So uh, those, are, th th those are the big earnings this week. Um, here's a good uh, Seeking Alpha article that I'll include in the newsletter. Which Magnificent Seven stocks should you own? So if you want to talk about you know, which ones I like, um, Meta and Google, uh, Microsoft, I like these stocks. Here's the year to date. Look, Alphabet's up 52%. Amazon up 46 Apple up 38 Meta, 147 Microsoft, 36 NVIDIA's up 189 Tesla's up 96. So read that article. I like this one. Uh, we'll close that. This is the VIX. I was looking at Uvixi because Uvixi is a, a big, big winner. Uh, let's look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin's up uh, almost to 31,000. Uh, this article right here, biggest stock movers today. Crypto-focused stocks uh, rose in pre-market. Um, Bitcoin surpassed 30,000 threshold on hopes that Bitcoin spot ETF will finally be approved by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC. Notably among top gainers are Riot, uh, Marathon, MicroStrategy, Hut8, Bitform. I will include this. This has all the links for all the stocks in, uh, that you can trade around Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin has diverged from the U.S. economy. And it's just this paragraph right here that I want you to look at. This is just the biggest stock maker, stock movers from uh, Seeking Alpha. Now, let's talk about uh, one of my favorite billionaires, uh, Leon Cooperman. And this is an article that I read over the weekend. B billionaire investor Leon Cooperman says the S&P won't hit new highs for years and the house prices will probably fall. He's probably right. I mean, this is the, the, the problem that we've talked about is you're in a trading range. And if we look at SPY for a long term, um, let's look at SPY on a, uh, let's look at it on a weekly basis. Because that's what I, I, monthly, I think you're just a little too uh, extended on a monthly. But it, we talked about this being support down here around 350. Well, I did on YouTube, around 350. That would be a 15% pullback. And that would be right around the October lows of last year. I think this trading range of this high that you had in 2022 at 481 on, on SPY, that means 4,800 on the S&P. Uh, Tom Lee is saying, hey, we're going to hit 5,000 by the end of the year. I don't think so. I think you're probably looking at, at this trading range between 3,500 or 350 and, and 470. Uh, I would say that, that 462 that we bounced off of just in uh, July or June, uh, I think that's probably the top that you're going to see um, uh, unless you get some type of catalyst. And that's the problem is right now on the weekly, you can see the MACD is moving down. You've got the RSI at 42, so you're not completely oversold. But you do have a 15% downturn here that, that could move down. So Leon Cooperman, my favorite, favorite billionaire. And, and the best uh, the best indication, uh, the, the best story I have of Leon Cooperman is him going out car shopping. Uh, and the guy's a billionaire, so he could send somebody car shopping for him. He had an 18-year-old uh, Honda minivan that he loved. And he had to get a new one. He said it just broke down, it's too old, and I had to get a new one. Dude went and haggled for a Hyundai. Yeah, 
That's why I like him. I mean, this is everybody's favorite grandfather who just happens to be a billionaire. Uh, I think he's a little more uh, in in step than uh, Buffett. Uh, Buffett, you know, Buffett and Munger are up there in age. I don't think that they've lost anything, but they don't give great interviews. Cooperman, great interview. I really like him. Let's talk about Tesla. Uh, this is a great Tesla thread. And Gary Black, I think he's a Tesla bull long-term, but I think he's a bear short-term, and he gives some really good reasons why. Um, and everybody was saying, hey, you know, Elon was very negative on the call. He was. He called the Cybertruck, uh, they, they dug their own grave. How can you not be you know, negative on the stock when somebody says, hey, we dug our own grave with the Cybertruck? Um, I think that Cybertruck is going to come out and I think he's going to come out with pricing that is somewhere in the neighborhood of $150,000. There's some VIN um, uh, disclosures that came out from uh, from the motor, ve- motor vehicle department that perhaps there's two variants, a uh, double motor and a triple motor. I pre-ordered the triple motor. That was said to be $69,000. There ain't no freaking way this guy's getting me a triple motor at $69,000. He's going to have that at you know $120,000, $130,000. So here, this is a great threat. I will include this in the newsletter, and you can read Gary's reasons as to why he's bearish on Tesla. Uh, Tesla right now, let's look at it. It's in the core portfolio of uh, Daily Stock Pick. It is down 3%. It's at 204 On the four-hour algorithm, if we take a look at this one, the four-hour alg- algorithm does really, really well with Tesla. And we talked about the 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 convergence here where it lost support and i said if you want to trade this one you can get out we've got a gap here on the earnings between 242 and 232 you're going to fill that at some point um but you know you're completely oversold it's at 15 does that mean you're at the bottom no i think you break 200 i think 100 you're going to break 200 this has too much downward pressure on it right now um you know elon was negative uh, they are now allowing, if you have lifetime supercharging uh, on a car, they want you to trade in that car and pass your lifetime supercharging uh, onto a new car. That tells me that demand is a little bit light. But what happened is they increased their production uh, and demand, while demand has been incredibly high, when they increased their production, they met that demand. Now they need to continue to increase that demand in order to supply with all of this production. It's it's hit a little wall. I, I, I don't want to say that, hey, get the hell out of this one. Remember, I own Tesla in XLY. I, I don't own it outright. I've been a little bit scared of this one, skittish. I have traded around it. I have made a mistake in the past by trading around it. But this one right now has no confirmation. The forward PE, remember we talked about PE being about 17 or 18? Forward PE is 51. The PE is 66. This is up 67% year to date. The average target price is only 219. It's not crazy. It's not 300. Uh, Most of the the recent prices have been uh, downgraded. Morgan Stanley, which is Adam Jonas, he upped it from 250 to 400 back in September. Um, I think this is what you have to know about Tesla right now with the reduction of, uh, prices as he reduces prices, the margins get compressed. One year ago, the margins were 29%. Today, the margins I think are 16, 15 or 16%. When your margins compress like that, uh, you make less money. You have to make it up in other things. Uh, Elon wants to make it up in full self-driving. So he lowered the price from $15,000 to $12,000. I think he thought more people would take it. More people didn't take it. So the problem is he's not getting the increase in there. As you move your margins down, the market is valuing this as a car company. And we can just, Finviz, free website. Look at this. Your forward PE, 51. Let's look at the forward PE of a, a, a car company, four. For uh, GM, look at it. Maybe Ford's a little better. It's six. So that's where you're seeing Tesla get killed in this market. There's big money that's moving it downward. Does this mean you get out? I don't think so. I've made the mistake of getting out of this one many, many times. I just don't see this one as as a, as a get out kind of moment. I see this one as hey, let's wait for confirmation so that we can fill this gap between two thirty and two forty three. 
When the market starts moving positive, I think this one will start moving positive as well. You've just got many, many symbols and, and, and catalysts that are dragging this one down. You can see 91 cents per share, 66 cents per share. So you're going to see some, some movement down. Uh, but Tesla, in my in my mind, it's a long-term one. Again, the algorithm, the four-hour algorithm, it has you out, doesn't have you in, got you out with a nice 0.66, got you right out before the big drop, right before earnings, got you out before that. So the algorithm got you out. The algorithm over two years, uh, 24 positions. So you, it's about once a month, just like the other one. This one gains you 58%. Now, if you had bought two years ago, uh, and just held the stock, you'd be down 28%. So unlike in the past, where trading Tesla, it was a fool's game. And I was one of those fools, I traded Tesla. If I just bought uh, the 68,000 I paid for my Tesla, if I just bought the stock, that would be worth almost a million dollars today. Um, yeah, I was a fool for trading for trading Tesla. Um, but today, I think it makes sense with that PE so high, with demand going down, I think it makes sense to trade Tesla and listen to the algorithm. The algorithm makes you 58% over two years. Meanwhile, you lost 28% if you just bought and held. So I'm still a Tesla fanboy. I still believe in the company. I still think there's good things out there. Uh, I do think that there's an opportunity to trade this one. It's just not right now. Wait for confirmation. Hold uh, be careful. Again, we're talking about being careful in the overall market, specifically with Tesla, because I think there's significantly more downside than there is upside. One, if you want upside that's already down, I think Uber, if Uber breaks 40, I think you just load into that one. I think you absolutely load into that one. Uh, let's talk about uh, the, the big buy of the day is uh, Chevron buying Hess. Now, I say big buy of the day because it's 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 just another uh, big company in the oil and energy business buying a smaller company. They're buying Hess. Now, this is valued at $171 per share. So Hess uh, is trading right now at uh, $165. You're going to get $171 worth of Chevron stock. So you're really not valued that much. This one's not. This one was down when the deal was announced. I just don't think you're getting a lot for this one. So unlike the PXD transaction, which is uh, valued at about 257, and whoever got out last week at 255, kudos to you because we see this button hook in PXD. I just don't think that the Chevron deal. What the Chevron deal provides is if you own Chevron. I think you're going to get a lot back. In fact, you're going to get significantly uh, a lot back because they're buying Hess. It's an all-stack deal, and it will give cash flow uh, that that goes back to shareholders through an increased buyback, which they just announced, and an increased dividend, which they announced. So I like that one. Uh, Let's look at Sedge. Because Sedge, I sold. I'm done. I'm done. I sold on Friday. If you are, uh, you know, you can go over here to linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. And you can look at Savvy Trader right here. Savvy Trader is where I post all my trades. You can sign up for free. It's absolutely 100% free service. You can look at the two portfolios that I have. I have a trading portfolio and I have a core portfolio. Uh, Sedge is in this trading portfolio. And you can see we're up today because NVIDIA is up. DraftKings is up, PayPal's up, the shit stuff's all up. Uh, that has been moving. You know, Meta's up. Uh, I got rid of Sedge, and if we go over here to history, uh, my note on Sedge on Friday was I sold sold out completely. There's no demand, they're, and they they have cancellation of orders. It's higher for longer. That's the killer. And Francie, I will get to your Rivian question. I will absolutely get to a Rivian question. Um, but I'm recording the podcast. So Sedge, absolutely out. There's no, re- a- again, I-, I probably should have sold. A- and when we look here, uh, the algorithm got me out with a nice little gain back here, July 24th, should have sold. There hasn't been any good news on this stock since that July 24th. And I bought up here at 270. So I took quite a big loss. Lesson, listen. When, when, when things start to happen and things start to move down, uh, one of the the the, the weekly uh, paid newsletter this weekend is going to be uh, the psychology of getting out. And and if you are down, 
Say you lose a 50% in a stock. Say you buy a stock at $10 and it goes down to $5. Well, that 50% loss, it hurts. It hurts a lot. And you're like, shit, maybe I should buy it uh, You know, here. Here's the thing. When you're down 50%, it takes 100% gain to get back. And the stock market doesn't move like that. It will move down quicker on on bad news catalysts than it will move up on good news catalyst. It's just the the nature of the market. The nature of the market is for a stock to move 100% up, it has to completely change a thesis. And, and unfortunately, I don't think Sedge is anywhere close to changing thesis. And that's why I got out. I got out with a loss. It's a thousand, eighteen hundred dollar loss. I don't know what it is. Doesn't affect my lifestyle. I didn't put a ton of money on this. I will continue to uh, sleep at night. Just make sure that when you're trading, you're smart about what you're trading and you know your uh, your your losses or wins. Social requests. Um, D. Zachary Noah <laughs> from Spotify wants me to look at Morgan Stanley. It got crushed last week on earnings. Uh, I own Morgan Stanley. Uh, the financials just overall got completely crushed. Morgan Stanley is just one of those. If you own Morgan Stanley, I don't want you to get out of Morgan Stanley. I think Morgan Stanley is still a quality company. I think they have quality earnings. I think they're just getting wrapped up in the financial world. You can see the average target price is still 97. You can see uh, today a downgrade from Odeon. Uh, Their target price is 79.15. You're trading at 72. It's still up from where you are today. Wolf Research, October 20th, just last week, they moved it from an underperform to a peer. Uh, UBS moved it from a buy to a neutral with an $84 price target. The problem with Morgan Stanley is they're just having a, a problem integrating the TD Ameritrade uh, or the E-Trade buy um, that they did. And and it's just, I, I, I don't want to say get into it because the chart doesn't tell you to get into it. The chart tells you to stay the hell out of it. Uh, wait until you have confirmation on that nine day. Remember, this algorithm is built to protect you from big downturns. Lost you 3% here. Lost you, uh, what, 2% here? Uh, the algorithm loses you 29% and you lose 29% uh, with, with just buying and holding. It's a financial. Your average win is only 5%. Um, I, I think I own this in the 90s, 80s or 90s. I'm holding. I'm not getting out. I still think it's a quality, quality company. I just think that we've got some problems with it. Uh, Shane wants me to look at Palantir. And Palantir is one that I've traded. Uh, it is in the trading portfolio. It is uh, here in the trading portfolio if we just look at the trading portfolio. And I recently moved it into the core portfolio as well. Uh, Palantir is currently, what is it? Uh, I'm, let's look at all. Palantir, I'm up 7.59% on. Palantir, as far as the, the chart goes, you've lost. Uh, it got you out today with a 6% gain on the four-hour algorithm. The RSI is at 33. Um, this is a long-term buy for me. I didn't look at this as a short-term buy. I think this is a $25 stock. They report earnings November 1st. Uh, I think it's at, usually after the bell. It's pre-market, November 1st. So they, I think you're oversold on this one. I think if you wanted to add this and it's under the 200-day, I think you're fine adding this. I just think it's in nature. The reason it's going down is because it's just run up so much. I think when you get this closer, if you get this under 15 at any point in time in the next few days, I think you buy it. I think you buy it under 15. Uh, I think 15.50. I think you start to add to it because you don't want to be, uh, you know, out when when all of a sudden Microsoft or um, you know Google says, "Hey, uh, Palantir, um, you know, great stock, and we're going to partner with Palantir." Or you know, they come out and they they all of a sudden have the um, the deal with the uh, the the, the um, United Kingdom healthcare. I like Palantir. I, I want you to hold it for at least a year. I don't care what price you buy it. I want you to hold it for at least a year. That way, you get long term capital gains. That's my plan with it. Um, so Shane, I, I hope that makes sense. Now. Um, TC Energy, uh, let's see. 
Uh, I read something, Tristan from uh, Spotify. I read something of TC Energy winning a new pipeline deal from Northern BC through Idaho to Northern Cali. Seems like a larger project. I like to access. I lack access to more info. Would be great to hear your. Uh, you mention it. So TC Energy is TRP. Let's look at TRP. Um, market cap thirty three billion. Not huge. Mid cap. You know, not that. Forward PE is only eleven. Eight uh, percent dividend on TRP. You can see it's moving downward. Uh, I don't know anything about that news, but if you wanted to read news on that one, uh, I would read it down here. Um, it looks like they, they cover it fairly well. Um, we don't have any insider transactions, which is good. Uh, your, your float, your shares outstanding 1.02 billion. Uh, your short interest, uh, is 11%. So that's a rather big short interest. Uh, I see upgrades. Your average target price is 54. You're trading at 33. It's an energy stock. What do they do? They, um, they engage in provision of energy infrastructure services, operates through the following business segments, Canadian natural gas pipelines, U.S. natural pipelines, Mexico naturally. I mean, this is pretty big company, it seems like. Um, they have 7,477. If we look at TRP on the chart. Now, I, I don't know anything about that that pipeline deal. I think you're going to have to do your own research on that, Tristan. Uh, I'm more interested in, hey, is this a good investment? Right now, I would say there's something going on with this stock, and I don't know what. Just from an overview, it's an energy stock. Why is this one tanking while all of energy is going up? There's something inherently wrong with the stock. The algorithm has you out. Nice 0.29% gain right there, but it has you out. You don't have confirmation. Your RSI is at 40, so it's in no man's land. Your MACD is crossing down. You have earnings coming out on November 8th pre-market. If you wanted to invest in this, I would say um, find a price that you're comfortable paying for it. Because I think with, with this, this stock going down, short interest at 11%, there is something inherently wrong with the stock. And, and that I can't view on an overview here. So I would say 100% investigate that one. Now, Francie on uh, YouTube just asked me to go over Rivian. Uh, I like Rivian. Uh, here's the thing. I love the trucks, love uh, everything about it. Old support turns, uh, old resistance turns to new support. We've broken that old support. That support right there at about 17, we broke. So I'd be very careful with Rivian. Here's the thing. They lose $30,000 per vehicle that they sell. Thirty. They, they sell a vehicle for $100,000. They're losing $30,000. They just issued new bonds. Um, I think this one is a $30 stock with hype. Right now, you don't have the hype. You have to wait for the hype. They have earnings coming out um, November 7th. So they will have their November deliveries on usually November 1st, 2nd, 3rd, depends on what when they actually do it. But they will have the deliveries. They've announced that they've delivered, I think, 30,000 vehicles to Amazon, but they want like 500,000 vehicles to Amazon. So the production is slowing. The costs are getting to them. They just issued those new bonds to get. This company's not running out of money, but it's significantly expensive. And if you know you don't have a PE because they're losing so much money, but if you want to value this, look at the price to sales, five point three one. Let's just look at Tesla. Uh, Tesla on a, a price to sales is six point eight, but they're making money, and that's the difference. When you start making money, that price to sales, you can be at at six point eight. You're not losing money, but Rivian, uh, it's just an expensive, expensive stock. Don't think that this is another Tesla that's going to 400. The valuation on this one will not allow it to go to 400. Year to date, you're down 9%. Um, you know, there's 13% short interest on this one. So I don't think that you look at this one the same way you do as Tesla. It's just not going anywhere. Now, here's the thing. If you like the look of the Cybertruck, if you like the, the tech that is in the Cybertruck, um, Rivian is not your thing. If you like a traditional truck, if you like a traditional uh, a, a crossover SUV or, or the expanded SUV, whatever they call it now, um, Rivian is your thing. 
Rivian is the way that you're going. Next year, they will start introducing the NACS charging, which is the Tesla charging, so they can start using the Tesla network. That's the key. Anybody that has a car will tell you, an electric car, the key point is uh, the, the electric charging network. That's the key. So, Francie, I would probably stay out of Rivian until you have confirmation. Uh, like I said, old resistance turns into new support. Old support returns into new resistance. So your resistance is going to be around that 17 mark. I think you probably get down to this 15 mark right there um, where we see the the last buy-in before you ran up here. You're going to have to cha- have a change in the market to, to, to see anything. Now, uh, scans. We're going to look at scans. Uh, I went over on Friday how negative ETFs uh, the negative levered ETFs all had cross-ups. We talked about SQQQ specifically um, being a great entry here at $19 on October 18th, which was just last week. You're $21. You know, here's the thing. Remember I told you how, how 15 Mondays uh, we wound up with a green candle? We're again green. We, we have now shrunk the losses. Uh, there are stocks that are turning positive. NVIDIA is up 1%. Uh, so I, I want you to take an, and, and just keep an eye on this market because I do think it will turn quickly. And I think with the bond rates specifically, if they start coming down, I think that's where you start to take a cue and you start to add to it. Now, as far as the scans, there were absolutely no stocks that came up as bullish on the four-hour algorithm. So I used other scans. This is the great thing about TrendSpider. Transpire. Oh, by the way, uh, shocking news. And I will have those of you that are long term listeners know that we had just two, three weeks ago a crazy good sale on Transpider. It was two hundred and fifty dollars for the uh, for the uh, elite level, which is what you need for my algorithm. It was two hundred and fifty dollars for a year. That is the price for um, that that essentially. Uh, uh, here we go. Oh, let's here. Oh, that's without. Oof, that's without any of the discounts. Let's go to. We're gonna go over here, and we're gonna use my link, and you can see, and we'll go over to product and pricing. Just shocking news, by the way. Um, uh, the two hundred and fifty dollar price for uh for Transpider very well might be coming back. So I will have an exclusive offer. Um, for the elite level, and it will be two hundred and fifty dollars. So hold off for that. Um, you know, if you want to sign up, hold off. Wait, it probably will be later this week. Um, but again, we had nothing. And the great thing about Trendspider is you can find other strategies. So if I just want, uh, uh, let's look at Head and Shoulders. Uh, we're gonna look up. Oh, here we go. Let's look up here. And we're going to look up head and shoulders because uh, inverse head and shoulders uh, in force. We can look at the, this is a sample scanner. Um, Let's see. I guess I haven't imported it. But Starbucks, we'll just look at the symbol. Starbucks. Starbucks here. I like this, this chart. Now, I like this chart long-term. I've I've said this before. Anything under 100 on Starbucks, I actually like. Their earnings are coming up November 1st in the pre-market. That's a catalyst for the stock. Um, I I think they'll announce something not significant, decent. I think you'll probably see the stock pull back to this 91 level. I think that provides you pretty good support. This, This yellow line right here is 97. That provided some support there. Got you out. Got you out, that, that support. Remember we talked about uh, resistance, old old support becoming resistance. This is now the resistance at 97. But I do think that you get this up to 100 at some point in time. Great company. If you buy coffee, there's that one. Now we can look at, um, uh, this is the MACD cross-up. We just type in MACD, uh, let's see, um, daily. Oh, why can't I type? Uh, daily, let's see. Why don't I have them now? Uh, I guess I, hmm. Um, there we go. I don't have subscriptions to it. 
Um, I guess I don't. But let's look at uh, McDonald's. So I was on here looking at this stuff. McDonald's, it has a daily MACD cross-up. A cross-up on the daily Mac, uh, MACD. Now, my algorithm is on a four-hour. So you can see the MACD on this one, uh, on the algorithm, came on October 11th. Today, you have a MACD cross-up on this one on a daily. That's bullish for this stock. So if you wanted to buy it at 256, I do think that you get back to this 200-day at 281. McDonald's, great stock. I think in a downturn, people will up uh, go to... Uh, to McDonald's because, I mean, let's be honest, you can feed your family for $5 at McDonald's. Now, um, CVX, we talked about this one. This one is down 2.3% at 162. This one had a daily MACD cross-up. Now, the algorithm winds up getting you in at 165. You're probably out. You're hitting your 200-day on this one. I'd probably stay away from this one. Again, this is down because they announced the Hess deal. Verizon, uh, I can't believe that Verizon is still paying um, the, the their uh, uh, their dividend. They have earnings coming up this week, October twenty fourth, tomorrow pre market. Uh, this one had a daily MACD cross up. You can see right here the algorithm got you in at thirty one twenty eight. You're at thirty one forty six. Will they announce something crazy like, oh my God, we're we're doing really well with Visible, which by the way sponsors the podcast right here, Visible. Uh, it is your phone service. Anything, uh, if you're paying anything more than $25 a month, click on the link on the link tree and, and your, your two plans. And this includes taxes, fees, everything visible, $25 visible, $35. Uh, it was $45 a month. This is now $35. I have the $25 a month plan. I love this plan. I don't use anything more. I, I, in fact, last week when I was in Philly, I was using mobile hotspot to do this, this podcast. So Verizon cross up, um, Colgate Palmolive. This one had a bullish engulfing candle, uh, which, you know, you can see Colgate Palmolive and that's on a daily, uh, this $70 right here on the algorithm, $70 was the buy-in. You're at 72. Nice. What? One, 2% gain. You know, I, I like Colgate Palmolive there. Abbott and, and Colgate Palmolive, by the way, if you use toothpaste from Colgate or anything like that, um, yeah, use buy stocks in companies that you use. Uh, Abbott Laboratories. This is one I'd probably stay out of it as an, another bullish engulfing candle. We talked about confirmation. See how this one's moving positive and you're over the nine day, unlike some of the tech stocks that we see. Um, yeah. This one's moving positive, has confirmation. So you want some some positiveness. Amgen. We talked about Amgen last week. Uh, Amgen, uh, they're having a weight loss drug come out. And if it gets approved, you're looking at probably a four or $500 stock. Uh, this is like Eli Lilly. Eli Lilly stock has been crazy. Uh, Amgen, daily bullish hammer candle. Now, I'd probably stay away from this one because we talked about it last week. You're seeing that button hook. That I always like. Now the 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 the, the Bollinger bands are cinching up, and and when the Bollinger bands cinch up, like you did see here, you can move from two fifty eight to two to two seventy. Uh, I think this one has a lot of forward momentum, but I think right now with that MACD cross down, with that uh, RSI moving down at forty two, uh, and their earnings coming up on October thirty first pre market. I think you stay away from this one for the next couple of days, but see if you regain confirmation over that nine day. I'd be a little bit concerned going into earnings that you're seeing a downward moving uh, stock. So I think I've been on for an hour now. Uh, I've done enough. Uh, if you have any questions, this right here, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. Uh, this has all the links. That, that you need. Trendspider, like I said, that $250 uh, special is probably coming out later this week. Um, Seeking Alpha, 50 bucks off Seeking Alpha. I love Seeking Alpha. Uh, I have the core portfolio in Seeking Alpha and I got this health score. What you do with Seeking Alpha when you get the premium is you just import, you, you know, say you have a, a Fidelity account. It will import your, your uh, account and keep it synced up so that you can keep track of your stocks. The quant rating, uh, look at this seeking alpha versus uh, motley fool performance the quant ratings the top top 10 stocks look at the returns 2023 year to date and performance 
the, the Seeking Alpha's top 10 quant stocks, 52% gain. 2022, Seeking Alpha's lost 3%. Motley Fool lost 53%. Remember, the S&P was down like 12%, 11, 12%, something like that. The Seeking Alpha's quant ratings, top 10 stocks only lost 3%. So now you can look at the, the top 10 stocks. Let's see, top 10 stocks for 2023. Here's the, the Seeking Alpha uh, top 10 stocks for 2023. Let's look. Will there be a recession? Uh, consumer spending. Let's see what they said. Uh, is it 20 bull market pick by quant? Oh, come on. Scroll down. Uh, my top 10 stocks for uh, 2023. Ardmore Shipping. Uh, Valero Energy. Uh, top utility stock, E-N-G-I-Y, uh, E-N-G-I-Y, uh, top 10 discretionary stocks, P-D-D, M-N-S-O, Mod, Pinduo Duo, Chinese company, which owns a Timu, Minisu, Group Holdings. Uh, you can see he's just using the quant ratings from Seeking Alpha. So if you want uh, to, to get into that, if you want to read that article, Seeking Alpha, 50 bucks off right there. Click right there. If you want stocks, this Weeble link, great opportunity to get stocks. I opened a Weeble account at the beginning of the year. Uh, I put $1,000 in there. Uh, right now, I'm at $2,370. Uh, biggest positions, by the way, are, uh, let's see. Let's see my uh, positions. Apple. Apple's my biggest position by far. Uh, Caterpillar. Boeing. Ford, Spotify, Snap, uh, Kraft Heinz, Google, Coke, uh, Procter & Gamble, Starbucks, and Gap, GPS. GPS you shouldn't be in. <laughs> I don't know why I'm in that one. But yeah, uh, the daily newsletter, if you click on that. Uh, daily newsletter, I will send out the newsletter after this. I basically take my notes, put in some charts, do some things, and I will put the newsletter in, um, uh, in your in email box. Uh, it includes a link to the Spotify, includes the link to the YouTube video that I do every day. Uh, and you can see some of the stocks. Like we graded the Daily Stock Pick Core Portfolio uh, last week. It was 3.62. If we just go over to pick the Core Portfolio, 3.62 right there. So if you want any of that, it's on the link tree. Okay, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I've done enough rambling on. Every morning I wake up to the the trading bell, my heart starts to pound. Daily stock pick trading podcast in my ears, guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock pick trading podcast. My hopes and fears